Shane Twist and welcome to Behind the Beef, a podcast that gives you a look behind the scenes and into the everyday activities of the people behind the beef. Today, we are looking at the history of the Angus Youth Program, its resurgence in 2021, and what we have to look forward to for the program in the coming months. Angus Youth is the Junior Activities Division of Angus Australia. It is currently one of the largest and most active breed youth groups in the country and offers many opportunities to its members through its extensive education and scholarship programs. As a member-driven organisation, Angus Youth is led by Breed Development Officer Jake Phillips with the assistance of the Angus Youth Consultative Committee and the Breed Development Board Committee. The beginnings of the Angus Youth Program as we know it now was a product of the South Australian Angus Youth Committee founded in 1977. The Youth Committee was developed due to the fact that the president of the Angus Society at the time, Colin Lyons, saw that the society was struggling and that there was a potential for the longevity of the society if the younger generations involved in the breed were supported and recognised. It was at this time that the Reconstruction Committee was established, with David Cornell nominated as chairman of this committee. David Cornell and Colin Lyons continued working together for the next five years to expand the Angus Youth Program to what it is today. David Cornell had a vision for Angus Youth after travelling to the USA and visiting with Angus breeders. During this time, David discovered that one in three members of the American Angus Society were youth members, which held a stark difference to the minimum numbers of youth members in the Australian Angus Society. The South Australian Committee General Meeting held in September 1977 moved that two additional members were to be included in the committee that were aged under 25 years of age. The first members under 25 were Bill Cornell and John Poynton. The main aim for these new committee members was to promote youth and get them interested in beef cattle, particularly Angus. After these original discussions, three youth projects were announced in South Australia in 1978. The first being a series of Angus cattle judging seminars, followed by increased support in the lead steer class at Royal Adelaide Show. This saw heightened encouragement for schools to prepare steers donated by Angus breeders with the intention to encourage young people to be involved with the breed, with the added prize of a monetary donation to the schools fielding Angus place getters on the day and on hook. The National Junior Angus Heifer Show and Herdsman Contest was developed as part of a change in the Angus Society at the time to put more of a focus on its junior members to ensure the longevity of the society into the future. Jerry Helgren was attributed to fueling the fire for this event in 1977. Additionally, the National Angus Judging Competition by this time had been developed and began in 1983 in conjunction with the Suzuki Angus Beef Classic, with the recipient of the title being presented with the scholarship to attend the University of Illinois. For the following seven years, Wodonga was the home of the Junior Angus Heifer Show and Herdsman Contest and saw the gradual increase in the numbers of participants. And with these changes and further events introduced, the Angus Youth Program as we know it today was born. Another event synonymous with Angus Youth is the Angus Youth National Roundup. The introduction of the Angus Youth National Roundup began in 1987 when a group of northern breeders decided to hold a youth heifer show over four days. 
While the event would still accumulate in a heifer show and paraders competition, similar to the format seen at the National Junior Angus Heifer Show and Herdsman Contest, the event would also incorporate an educational and relationship building focus with sessions on breeding and managing livestock. The event was held in Glen Innes, which was a middle ground between the northern areas and the south. The event was called the Roundup, a name chosen out of a number of suggestions. The roundup held by these breeders worked to differentiate the program to that of previous youth events by emphasising education and giving the kids an opportunity to get to know each other through camping out. Cherry Steele of Ben Nevis Angus Walker, who with her late husband Bruce, along with the late Jack Atkin of Sandon Angus Chinchilla, had a large hand in the organising of this event. In 1989, it was decided that the Northern Roundup would be moved to Toowoomba to allow for more people to attend. At the Toowoomba Roundup, there again was an emphasis on educating the participants, bringing in sessions on breed plan and various skills. Seniors at the event took green broken heifers, worked them in the herdsman competition with the heifer show holding the finale on the final day of the weekend. In the early 1990s, the Angus Youth Movement forged to make a change in the approach of the youth program And this is where the event took to the form that we know and love it for today. The National Junior Angus Heifer Show and Herdsman Contest was converted to the National Junior Angus Roundup by Bill Cornell and Marg Slatter, after an emphasis was put to push for bigger and better events for youth members. This movement worked to forge the existing youth events into a broader national event, which took place over a number of days and put a focus on bringing all Angus youth together and to work on lasting skills necessary within the beef industry. It was with this change of format that came the eventual development of the Angus Youth Ambassadors Program and the redevelopment of the Michigan State University Scholarship, which had not been presented for a number of years. Over the last 28 years, the Roundup has moved throughout the country on a planned basis, moving from Wodonga to Armidale, then onto a wildcard spot, running as a leading four-day event for young beef enthusiasts. To hear what it's like at a Roundup event, listen to episode one of Behind the Beef, which was recorded at the 2020 Roundup, which took place in Toowoomba in January 2020. Since 1977, Angus Youth has not only continued the National Roundup, but also has a wide-ranging scholarships and bursaries program. Over the years, the program has awarded a range of scholarships, awards and bursaries, including the University of Illinois Scholarship, the Michigan State University Scholarship, the Kansas State University Scholarship, the Trans-Tasman Exchange, the UK-Brazil Scholarship, Beef Australia Scholarships, the Jan Angus Future Leaders Program, Study Scholarships, BeefX or Smart Beef Scholarships, the Stewart Award, the Kathleen and David Cornell Shield, the South Australian Junior Heifer Show Award, the Bulliac Studmaster Award, the Matthew George Citizenship Award, the Marydale Angus Aspiring Breeder Award, the Outwest Angus National All Breeds Heifer Show Award, the EJ Angus Encouragement Award, the Tamania Most Potential Breeder Award, the Aberdeen Estate Rising Star Award, the LiveX or Live Exchange Scholarships, the Tokal Beef Cattle Assessment School Scholarships and the Angus Australia Marketing Award. While some of these scholarships and bursaries have discontinued over the years, Angus Australia still awards a number of scholarships throughout the year. 
After a year-long hiatus due to the COVID-19 pandemic, Angus Youth is returning to its regularly scheduled programming, with a number of events and scholarships making their return in 2021 and 2022. Thanks to the Angus Foundation, so far in 2021, the Beef Australia scholarships have already been awarded and the Tokal Beef Cattle Assessment School scholarship selection process is already underway. The Angus Foundation provides a mechanism for members and other beef industry stakeholders to support youth development, education and research programs conducted by Angus Australia. For those interested, episode 9 of the podcast has full interviews with our Beef Australia scholarship recipients regarding their experience at Beef Australia 2021. So make sure you have a listen to that one if you would like to know what the scholarship experience was like. Unfortunately, COVID-19 has put a halt on the overseas scholarships available for the time being. However, there are a number of scholarship application periods currently open at the time of recording. Applications are currently open for the Smart Beef Conference Scholarships and the Gen Angus Future Leaders Program, with the Live Exchange Conference Scholarships coming up later in 2021. Not only that, the Angus Youth National Roundup will make its return to hopefully take place in January 2022, following the cancellation of the 2021 event. Angus Youth will award two scholarships to give Angus Australia members the opportunity to participate in the Australian Lot Feeders Association Smart Beef Conference. Taking place October 19th to 21st in Dolby, Queensland, Smart Beef will draw together feedlot operators and their staff, nutritionists, veterinarians, regulators, service providers and others involved in the grain-fed beef supply chain. Applications for this scholarship close Monday 16th of August. We interviewed 2019 Smart Beef Scholarship recipient Rebecca George, who gave insight into her experience at the event and how it influenced her professional development. So, Beck, you headed to the Smart Beef Conference in 2019. Can you briefly summarise what the Smart Beef experience was like for you and what you can remember regarding your key take-homes from the event? For the Smart Beef Conference in 2019, it was actually the first time I had been to Dolby in Queensland. I drove up from Armadale, which was where I was living at the time, and it was such a lovely drive up through uh, some of the beautiful Queensland countryside. So even just getting to Smart Beef was was really exciting for me. Um, I was super excited to be at Smart Beef because I hadn't really had that much exposure to the feedlotting industry and I was really keen to learn more about intensive beef production. There are a few sessions that I remember really standing out to me at the conference. Um, Dr Sam Barringer was the international keynote speaker for Smart Beef in 2019 and I remember his presentation being really eye-opening. Uh, particularly in the perspective we look at the beef industry and our place within it. Dr Barringer's background in the United States Air Force and the Army really shone through in his presentation. It it was really the centre of of how he was speaking about agriculture and the feedlotting sector. Um, And in his presentation, he spoke about the direct link between national security and food security, which I found super interesting. He spoke about Australia's agricultural sector's ability to produce enough food to support the population as an integral piece to our country's strong sense of national security. I just thought this was such an interesting perspective at the importance and the role our industry, as well as the broader agricultural sector, plays um, within our country and 
just to not look at it as a economic point of view or even a food production point of view, but but to take it from that national security stance was really interesting. To be honest, I don't think that's a perspective I would have ever gotten to without hearing Dr. Baringa speak at Smart Beef. Um, I really enjoyed listening to him speak and and his stories from his time as being a vet with the US Army as well. He had some really, really cool stories. Another aspect of the Smart Beef Conference that I really enjoyed was all the up-and-coming technologies in the feedlotting industry. Tim Gentle from Think Digital gave a presentation on virtual reality. He spoke about a virtual reality education program that was called Farm VR. In his presentation, Tim showed us some examples where they were using 360 cameras on farm and then took the footage from those cameras to create a virtual reality farm visit where you could put on the, the VR goggles and, and look around and, and walk through a set of cattle yards or, or a paddock that had bulls in them. Uh, the, these farm visits they were using um, were planned to be used in classrooms and I think they could even be used within industry as well in the future. Looking back now at this particular presentation, perhaps it was a bit before its time, as now we're living with COVID restrictions and majority of our education over the past 18 months has been done virtually. I think we'll definitely be seeing these kind of virtual learning tools being used more and more definitely in the education setting, but I think they even have a place within industry uh, for things like marketing, particularly as we we go forward living in a post-COVID world. I think we'll be seeing much more of this kind of technology. Of course, for me, one of the highlights of the Smart Beef Conference was meeting and talking to the many different people that were there. There were people from all over Australia, some international people, and they were all from different companies and um, production stages in the feedlotting sector. There were just so many interesting people to talk to and I think I learnt so much through just having conversations at the networking uh, parts of the conference. I think I learned as much there as I did sitting in and listening to the presentation. That was a, a huge part and a huge takeaway of the conference for me. Considering that Smart Beef is focused on the Australian lot feeding industry, why did you apply for the scholarship? So there were two main reasons why I applied for the Smart Beef Scholarship. Um, in 2019, I was in my last year of uni at UNE in Armadale. At the time of the conference, I was taking a feedlot unit, um, and it ended up actually being one of my favourite units throughout my degree. I was really interested in learning more about the feedlot industry and intensive production in general, um, alongside this feedlotting unit that I was studying. So I thought that the Smart Beef Conference would tie into that really well, which it did. Another reason that I applied for the scholarship to attend Smart Beef was that at the time we were in the middle of the drought. My parents' farm in central west New South Wales, we were 100% supplementary feeding our livestock at the time. Um, we'd recently purchased a feed mixer and were mixing rations for our cows and weaners. This was quite new for us. We were very much learning a lot about rations and energy requirements of livestock at different production stages and then weighing that against the different types of feed inputs that were available to us as there was a lot of shortages on, on feed inputs. Then, of course, there was also the economic side. Um, we needed to make sure we were making 
rations that contained enough energy for our livestock but was still at a cost-effective price point and and trying to still make a profit out of um out of our cattle production while we're going through this drought I saw a lot of parallels between the drought feeding we were doing at home and the feedlot industry um, prior to university and then going to the Smart Beef Conference, I really didn't have much experience or knowledge of the feedlot industry. Um, so I was learning a lot about um, about intensive beef production. I learned so much at the conference and a lot of my takeaways have been relevant to all aspects of the beef industry and, and I've been able to apply a lot of it at home um, on our family farm as well. How do you think attending Smart Beef benefited your understanding of the lot feeding industry and your personal and professional development? Attending the Smart Beef conference really expanded my knowledge of the feedlotting industry. There are so many different factors of the industry represented at the conference, which means there's so much to take in and, and so much to learn. The opportunities to learn are just endless. We got to see presentations of current research that is taking place in the industry. We also had demonstrations of new technologies that were up and coming. In 2019, we got to see the Bunkbot, an autonomous four-wheeler vehicle um, in action at Smart Beef. Uh, it was set up to scan a bunk that was, that was set up there outside where we had the conference um, it was really cool to see that one in action um, after hearing all about it in one of the presentations earlier that day. We also got to hear from industry professionals on quite specific parts of the feedlotting industry, um, such as the presentation that we had in 2019 regarding activism in the industry and the best ways to respond as producers, which was, was really interesting. We also had another demonstration on cattle handling that was based on reading and responding to the flight zones of the animals, um, which was really great to get outside and, and see some cattle. And um, a few people, a few volunteers from the conference got to get out there and work the cattle using this method. There were so many opportunities to learn at Smart Beef. And as I said earlier, just by having conversations with all the different people that are there, your understanding of the industry just benefits greatly. I believe that attending the conference was really great for my personal and professional development. A lot of the things that we learned and discussed at the conference, I've been able to take home and relate back to many aspects of both the beef industry and in a farming operation as well. I really enjoy meeting new people in all different sectors of agriculture and the networking opportunities at Smart Beef were endless. Um, the conference is just full of people who are so passionate about what they do and they're all so excited to share that um, with each other and, and they're so excited to, to talk to young people that are passionate about these things as well. And lastly, Beck, why would you encourage other Angus Youth members to apply for the 2021 Smart Beef Conference Scholarships? I'd encourage any and all Angus Youth members to apply for the Smart Beef Conference in 2021 because I found the whole experience just so valuable. It is such a great opportunity to really focus on learning new things and connecting with new people in this industry. As a university student that was nearing graduation when I attended, I found it really valuable being able to meet representatives of many different companies 
and talk to people about all the different roles that are out there in the industry. There are so many exciting new things happening every day in the beef industry and the Smart Beef Conference is a big opportunity to go and celebrate all those things that are happening with a bunch of really passionate people. Um, it's not one to be missed for sure. I'd, I'd love to encourage any Angus youth member that's interested out there, throw your hand up, apply. Um, you'll have a really great time. Angus Youth and our partner, Acmea Australia, are pleased to announce that the Gen Angus Future Leaders Program will provide 10 Angus Australia members and two New Zealand Angus members with the opportunity to participate in a customised program to aid them in increasing their knowledge and confidence to launch a new or existing beef enterprise. Participants will attend an intimate and intensive three-day workshop with industry-leading professionals with ongoing access to personalised support and mentorship. The program is designed for individuals seeking further knowledge and skills and confidence in a range of elements associated with conducting a successful business, no matter what your background. The program has key elements of key business skills success, marketing and communications, breeding and genetics for beef cattle, teamwork, leadership and creating key networks. To be eligible for the program, applicants must be an Angus Australian member aged 18 to 40 years old and currently running or about to enter into a business with a demonstrated commitment to the beef industry and the Angus breed. Applications for the Gen Angus program closed the 3rd of September 2021. We caught up with Ruby Kenning who took part in the inaugural Gen Angus Future Leaders program in 2019. Ruby, you took part in the inaugural Gen Angus Future Leaders Program in 2019. What were your key take-homes from the experience? One thing I really enjoyed from my experience at the Gen Angus Future Leaders Program in 2019 was just the enthusiasm and the drive of the individuals which we're all part of the program with. And I truly believe if you're with positive people, you'll have positive experiences. And wow, it was an incredible group. Uh, Everyone had their own stories and their own journeys and their own big plans for their businesses. And it was so good to hear so many of them and, you know, still so many of them today I keep in touch with. And I think that's something really incredible uh, that the Angus Association has been able to do, not just through their Angus Roundups and all of their other incredible programs, but such as this program, um, you know, you're, you're mixing with people of all ages, all areas within business development. And I think that's a really unique opportunity and experience to be part of as well. How did participating in the program benefit the development of your understanding of business principles? I recently graduated from uni with a Bachelor of Business with a major in marketing. And I can truly say that this program benefited the development of my understanding of business, not just from a practical point of view, but also the contribution it made to understanding principles within my degree. I think for me, it was a real benefit in the way so many topics were covered throughout the program. And no matter where you were along your success timeline, there was something that you could take from all of the presentations at the program. And I think that's something that's really unique is that each presentation had different levels in it. It was for beginners. It was for more experienced people. And that's something I really enjoyed. Everyone was so engaged and so passionate about the topics. And I think we all had that common goal of moving our businesses forward and just being able to be with so many people that wanted to help us all with our individual goals. 
And I think overall, from a business principles perspective, it the program itself just gave me a platform which helped me understand what I needed to actually move my business forward and grow within our industry. And it also provided us with strategies, how to manage a business. And it covered crucial skills as as well as understanding our mindset, which I've always been a big believer that our well-being and our mindset is really important with no matter what we do in life. And I think from a more personal point of view that that was a really good component of the uh, program as well. During my university breaks, I had the privilege of working at Tamanurangus in Victoria and it was truly a great experience working there. I spent multiple summers there and just being able to work in such a moving forward business that always had a new idea for something or a new solution. It as a as a university student, it was really exciting to go to work every day and just see something new or learn something new. And after attending the Gen Angus Future Leaders program, it really installed into me that if you're working with moving forward people and people that want to be there and people that want to be successful, you'll enjoy what you're doing and your business will be successful as well. And it just really showed me that the Angus breed itself has so many doors of opportunities and for people like myself that were so eager to learn about the beef industry and just to take it all in that there are so many opportunities there to follow your footsteps of where you want to go and what you want to learn. Over the years you've taken part in a number of Angus Youth activities. Of the activities you have participated in as part of Angus Youth, how does the Jan Angus program differentiate? All of the Angus Youth activities I've taken part in over the years have all left an impact on my pathway in agriculture today. I've competed at many roundups. I've shown my own steers there. I've been the privileged winner of many paraders and junior judging competitions. And I think I'm confident to say that Angus Youth has opened up endless doors of opportunities for me over the years whether it's been tertiary scholarships, scholarships to attend conferences or events such as the Gen Angus program. I will always be so grateful for the Angus breed and the opportunities that it has provided me within our beef industry today. And I think one incredible opportunity that we're not to take for granted is the amount of friendships we've made along the way. And if it wasn't for Angus youth, I don't think I would know the whirlpool people that I know today so I'm very grateful for that. I think when it comes to where the Gen Angus program differentiates itself from other programs it's simply the holistic view of running your own business and that's something that's really special and to be able to do that within a breed society that I'm so passionate about and alongside other individuals that are also there for the same reason it's it's a pretty cool feeling to know that you're all movers and shakers in your own industry and you're all at your own steps in life and you're all there to help each other along the way. So I think for me that's where the Gen Angus program truly differentiates itself is in a way that it is so unique compared to any other program within any other breed. Why would you encourage young people in the beef industry to apply for the Gen Angus program in terms of how it can benefit them in their existing beef business or starting their business? If you have a passion for the beef industry, then this program will certainly benefit you in so many ways. Whether you have your own small business or you're taking over a family business or you have a grand business plan but you're just not sure where to start, then this program is for you. I can fully recommend this program to absolutely anyone. It doesn't matter where you are along your chain of success. It's 
you'll learn something, that's for sure. And the networking opportunities there as well are incredible. And I'd like to thank the main sponsors, Acmea, for such an incredible opportunity. And I just, I'm so excited to see the next cohort of participants and the incredible things that they go into the in- our industry and complete because it's we're grateful in our beef industry that we are so supported by breed societies such as Angus Australia and that's something that we need to be really proud of and and nurture for our future generations coming forward. One thing that the Angus Association does really well is it doesn't just encourage individuals at Breed Angus, but it also encourages young people within the entirety of the beef industry to get involved in their youth programs. And I think that's something really special and something that deserves recognition across the industry because if it wasn't for the Angus youth, I wouldn't be where I am today. And that's something that I'm really passionate about sharing my story with and it's another key reason why I fully encourage any individual in the beef industry to get involved with Angus Youth because you never know what your opportunities are going to be unless you open that first door and meet some people and share some experiences and I think that's something that we all can enjoy. The Angus Foundation awards two scholarships annually to give Angus Australia members the opportunity to participate in the annual Live Corp and the Australian Livestock Exporters Council Live Exchange Conference. These events are all about sharing information and insight into the livestock export trade, breaking down information barriers, being open with industry challenges and demonstrating industry's commitment and ongoing effort to improve animal welfare in supply chains. The scholarship is aimed to increase the recipient's knowledge of the live export industry and the beef industry as a whole, allowing the recipients the opportunity to network with industry professionals and develop their personal skills. At the time of recording, the application period for the Live Exchange Conference scholarships is not open, But please keep an eye out on the Angus Australia website, eNews and Angus Youth social media accounts for updates about the application process regarding this scholarship. The Angus Youth National Roundup is back in 2022, headed to Wodonga, Victoria, January 13th to 16th. In some late mail, we are very excited to announce that NH Foods Australia has come on board as the naming rights sponsor for the NH Foods Australia Angus Youth National Roundup. More about this exciting news will be released in the coming days, but we are excited to work with NH Foods Australia, their feedlot Wyala Beef and the largest verified black Angus beef brand, Angus Reserve, to bring the NH Foods Australia Angus Youth National Roundup to the beef industry. We were joined by Annie Pumper, the Roundup Organising Committee Chair, who let us know what's in store for Roundup in 2022. So the exciting news is that Roundup is back in 2022, taking place in Wodonga, Victoria from January 13th to 16th. Annie, you're taking on the role of Chairperson of the Roundup Organising Committee. Who else will be working with you to run the Angus Youth National Roundup? Yeah, so on the 2022 Angus Roundup Organising Committee, Uh, We have such an exciting young group of individuals. I am joined by Zoe Cargill, Lockie McLaughlin, Lily Stewart, Jack Laurie, Monique McKinnon, Amy Bolton and uh, Katie McGregor. We have some fresh faces on the committee, which is absolutely fantastic. And also many of who our fellow listeners would have come across throughout the industry. 
um, you know, such a passionate, hardworking and dedicated young group of Beath enthusiasts with the one aim of putting on such an incredible event. Um, and, and our committee is also overseen by the newest breed development officer, Jake Phillips of Angus Australia, and most importantly, our event coordinator, Tony Nugent. And it has been absolutely fantastic to be working with the committee um, and really look forward to pushing in to the next couple of months as we start to pull it all together. Considering the 2021 roundup was cancelled due to the COVID-19 pandemic, what are you most looking forward to for the 2022 event? That's actually a really interesting question and I could definitely give you a thousand different answers. But as, as I start to unpack that, I start to think about looking at the bigger picture and to me, the bigger picture is what the country and more importantly, our our agriculture industry has had to endure over the last 12 to 18 months. And well, we could actually push that out to three to five years, couldn't we? Because it has been a hard slog. We've had drought, we've had bushfires, we've had floods. And obviously the elephant in the room of what we're, we're still currently going through is the pandemic, which brought us many, many event cancellations and multiple postponements and lockdowns and restrictions between states, which disheartened a lot of people um, in event organisation. And it's been difficult for many and our social calendars have had to stop. But I guess getting to my point is that what I'm most looking forward to is actually bringing our like-minded community back together. And we're very lucky to have the incredible support of businesses and companies from all walks of the beef industry and, and the beef supply chain, whether they are in animal health, they are Angus seed stock producers, they are Angus commercial producers, uh, feed lotters, processors, beef brands. It's exciting to have them on board. It's exciting um, to have them along to our event. So that's one aspect. But also, you know, another part of our community is actually our young uh, individuals that will be coming together to actually compete and providing them with resources to be upskilled in, in various sectors of the industry um, on all, all levels, um, you know, and then to allow them to learn about the Angus breed and to meet new friends and to build relationships and to meet our sponsors and to network with the best in the business. Um, that is a very long-winded answer, but that realistically is what I'm most looking forward to in 2022. So what does Roundup have in store for attendees in 2022? So at the moment, our committee is still brainstorming to pull together some new initiatives, some new ideas, things that are intriguing, things that are going to be relevant to the industry moving forward. And that obviously are engaging and fun for our competitors. But What I can tell you, what we have planned so far, that over the course of the four days, we can expect at our NH Foods Australia 2022 Angus Roundup is we will be having a guest appearance from a celebrity chef, which we are so thrilled about. 
Um, we can expect our Barnyard Olympics and our Mock Bull Auction, which are so much fun to be a part of. We will be holding our annual dinner dance over in Aubrey at the Commercial Club where we'll have our auction, our charity auction and awarding our scholarship recipients. And then we'll also be having um, our traditional competitions such as our paraders, our beef cattle judging. We will have junior judging potentially with a commercially infused aspect um, and also looking at, depending on resources, bringing back the meat judging that was held so successfully in Toowoomba. So why would you encourage Angus youth members to make the trip to Roundup and why are events like Roundup important to the development of young people in our industry? From a personal perspective, youth hair for shows are exactly how I got my start in the industry. And I often say to people that I would not be the person I am today without involving myself in youth competitions over the last 10 years. And it's events such as the Angus Roundup that played a huge role in my development from both a personal perspective and an industry perspective. You know, I was taught invaluable life lessons from responsibility to communication skills, public speaking skills. I was exposed to various topics on our rapidly changing industry. And, you know, above all of that, um, the networking that you have the ability to do in, in these sort of events is next to none. And I've been able to meet uh, some of the you know, the leading people in the industry. And I now am very fortunate to call them my mentors. And and then you look at it, you know, 10 years ago, that small group of friends that I made then, they're now my best friends. And, and we talk um, all the time and now, still to this day. And those are some of the things that you really can't find anywhere else. And, and that's why I encourage people to really step outside their comfort zones and come to events like the Angus Roundup because I know that the possibilities and the opportunities gained from these type of events are absolutely endless and as I said before I definitely would not be who I am or where I am working for ABS Australia right now at this current time without the big impact that uh, events such as the Angus Roundup had on my life. And finally, what announcements should members be looking forward to in the lead up to Roundup? Over the course of the next five to six months, there will be a few uh, updates in regards to the Angus Roundup. Uh, I think first and foremost would be the entries. We are looking to open them at the start of September. And you can find that all, all of that information on the social media platforms from Angus Australia Youth uh, through Facebook or Instagram. Also stay up to date on the Angus Australia website and for members through the Angus Australia News Bulletins We have already opened up sponsorship and have been very fortunate to have a lot of people already come on board as key stakeholders in our roundup for 2022. Um, And I guess just on that topic, I do want to do a call for sponsorship. I've been very privileged to sit on a few different youth programs and understand the finance that it takes to successfully run an event. It really does not happen without the support of other businesses and companies. And I would highly recommend 
uh, to get involved. There's a lot of opportunities for exposure within your own company and business. But the reality of it is, is that we're not just uh, providing an event, we're molding and shaping the future of our industry. And that in itself is worth the investment. So if you do have any questions in regards to sponsorship or you are intrigued on when entries are opening and scholarship entries are opening, please uh, don't hesitate to reach out to myself, Annie Pumper, or Tony Nugent, our event coordinator. Members are encouraged to keep up to date via the Angus Australia website and Angus Youth social media channels for information and updates regarding entries for Roundup and any news related to Roundup 2022. brings us to the end of this episode of Behind the Beef. Thank you to all of our guests in today's episode for giving us their time and sharing their experiences and to all of our listeners for tuning in for another episode. The Angus Youth Program would not be where it is today without the work and support of many people throughout the years. Thank you to everyone then and now for the continued support of the Angus Youth Program. I do have a couple of recommendations for this episode. The first one being make sure you keep an eye on the Angus Australia and Angus Youth social media channels for updates regarding the upcoming youth events and scholarship opportunities. And while you're there, don't forget to like and subscribe to all of our socials. My other recommendations is that Angus Australia has a couple of big online events coming up. Firstly, the Angus Connect, introducing the new Angus Research Selection Indexes event will take place on August 3rd via the Angus Australia YouTube channel and invites all Angus seed stock and commercial breeders to an online event to learn about the new research selection indexes that will be published for Angus animals. A dynamic series of presentations will be delivered by staff at the Animal Genetics and Breeding Unit in Angus Australia to introduce the research selection indexes, along with a series of educational sessions covering topics such as what role do selection indexes play in livestock breeding? How are selection indexes calculated? What are the features of the new breed object selection index software? And how can selection indexes best be utilized when making animal selection decisions? Then on August 18th, the spring bull night is back. With the spring IR season just around the corner, the Angus Australia Spring Bull Night is back in 2021 with the online event taking place by the Angus Australia YouTube channel and Facebook page. Following the format of the previous event, Spring Bull Night invites all beef producers to have the opportunity to hear about the latest offering of AI Angus sires and the proven performers, which could take their herds to the next level. Seven organisations will take part in Spring Bull Night, all showcasing their 2021 Angus sire lineups. So make sure you tune in for that one. And that's all we have time for for today's episode. Thanks again for joining and don't forget to subscribe and rate the podcast and leave us a review if you liked what you heard today. Thanks again and we'll catch you on the next one.